I have been called alluded. I welcome it. Hello, I'm Patty Vernon. Thank you for joining me again with a, another episode of Mostly Essays. Today we're having a look at Kurt Vonnegut's uh, book entitled A Man Without a Country. Kurt's been regarded as one of the grand masters of American letters. I have been called eluded. I welcome it. Do you know what eluded is? It's a person who hates newfangled contraptions. Ned Lude was a textile worker in England at around the start of the 19th century who busted up a lot of new contraptions, mechanical looms that were going to put him out of work, that were going to make it impossible for him with his particular skills to feed, shelter, and clothe his family. In 1813, the British government executed by hang in 17 men for machine breaking, as it was called then, a capital crime. Today, we have contractions like nuclear submarines armed with missiles that have H-bombs in their warheads and have contractions like computers that cheat you out of becoming. Bill Gates says, wait till you can see what your computer can become. But it's you who should be doing the becoming, not the damn fool computer. What you can become is the miracle you were born to be through the work that you do. Progress has beat the heck out of me. It took away from me what a loom must have been to Ned Lude 200 years ago. I mean, a typewriter. There is no longer such a thing anywhere. Huckleberry Finn, incidentally, was the first novel ever to be typewritten. In the old days, not long ago, I used to type. And after I had about 20 pages, I would mark them up with a pencil making corrections. Then I would call Carol Atkins, who was a typist. Can you imagine? She lived out in Woodstock, New York, which you know was where the famous sex and drugs event in the 60s got its name from. It actually took place in the nearby town of Bethel or anybody who says they remember being there wasn't there. So I would call up Carol and say, hey, Carol, how are you doing? How's your back? Got any bluebirds? We would chit chat back and forth. You know, I, I just love talking to people. She and her husband had been trying to attract bluebirds. And as you know, if you have tried to attract bluebirds, you put the bluebird house only three feet of off the ground, usually on a fence along a property line. Why there are any bluebirds left, I don't know. They didn't have any luck and neither did I. Out at my place in the country anyway, we chat away and finally I say, hey, you know, I got some pages. Are you still typing? And she sure is. And I know it will be so neat. It will look like it was done by a computer. And I say, I hope it doesn't get lost in the mail. And she says, no, nothing ever gets lost in the mail. And that, in fact, has been my experience. I never have lost anything. And so she is Ned Lude now. Her typing is worthless. Anyway, I take my pages and I have this thing made up of steel. It's called a paperclip. I put my pages together, being careful to number them too, of course. And so I go downstairs to take off and I pass my wife, the photojournalist Jill Kremitz, 
who was bloody high tech then and is even higher tech now. And she calls out, where are you going? Her favorite reading when she was a girl was Nancy Drew Mysteries, you know, the girl detective there. She can't help but ask, where are you going? And I say, I'm going out to get an envelope. And she says, well, you're not a poor man. Why don't you buy a thousand envelopes? They'll deliver them and you can put them in a closet. And I say, hush. So I go down the steps and this is on 48th Street in New York City between 2nd Avenue and 3rd. And I go out to this new stand across the street where they sell magazines and lottery tickets and stationery. And I know their stock very well. And so I get an envelope, a manila envelope. It is a though whoever made that envelope knew that what size of paper I'm using I get in line because there are people buying lottery tickets candy you know that sort of thing and I chat with them and I say hmm, do you know anybody who ever won anything in that lottery and what happened to your foot finally I get up to the line ahead of the line there and the people who own the store are Hindus and the woman behind the counter has a jewel between her eyes now, isn't that worth the trip, I ask her? Have there been any big lottery winners lately? Then I pay for the envelope, I take my manuscript and I put it inside. And the envelope has two little metal prongs for going through a hole in the flap. For those of you who have ever never seen one, there are two ways of closing a manila envelope. I use both of them. First, I lick the mousselage. It's kind of sexy. I put the little thin metal diddly through the hole. I never did know what they call them. Then I glue the flap down. I go next to the Postal Convenience Center down the block on the corner of 47th Street and 2nd Avenue. This is very close to the United Nations. So there are all these funny looking people there from all over the world. I go in there. We all lined up. I'm secret in love with the woman behind the counter. She doesn't know it. My wife knows it. I'm not about to do anything about it. She's so nice. All I ever have all I have ever seen of her is from the waist up because she's behind the counter. But every day she will do something with herself above her waist to cheer us up. Sometimes her hair will be all frizzy. Sometimes she'll have it ironed it flat. One day she was wearing black lipstick. This is all so exciting so and so generous of her just to cheer us all up. People from all over the world. So I wait in line and I say, hey, what was that language you were talking? Was it Yurdu? I I have nice chat, sometimes not. There is also, if you don't like it here, why don't you go back to your little tin horn dictatorship where you come from? And one time I had my pocket picked in there and got to meet a cop and tell him all about it. Anyway, I finally get up to the head of the line. I don't reveal to her that I love her. I keep my poker face. And she might as well be looking at a cantaloupe. There is so little information on my face, but my heart is beating. And I give her the envelope and she weighs it because I put I want to put the right number of stamps on it and have her okay. If she says that's the right number of stamps and cancels it, that's it. They can't send it back to me. I get the right stamps and I address the envelope to Carolyn Woodstock. Then I go outside and there is a mailbox and I feed the pages to the giant blue bullfrog and it says ribbon and I go home and I have had one hell of a good time. The electronic communities build nothing. You wind up with nothing. We are dancing animals. 
how beautiful it is to get up and to go out and to do something. We're here on earth to fart around. Don't let anybody tell you different. Any different.